The problem with itchy skin in dogs can be one of the most frustrating conditions to deal with, both as a vet and as a dog owner, because not only is it really difficult to actually get a handle on what is causing the itchy skin in a dog, it's also miserable for your pet. They're irritated, they're itchy, they're not sleeping, they're painful, they're grumpy. It's not something to take lightly. So if your dog is starting to itch, what should your next step be? Welcome to the Call the Vet Show, the podcast that helps keep your furry family as healthy as possible so they can live the full and happy life they deserve. And here's your host, veterinarian Dr. Alex Avery. Well, good day and welcome to another episode of the Call the Vet podcast. I'm Dr. Alex and on this podcast, we bring you information designed to help you optimize your pet's health so that they can live the full and happy life that they deserve. So make sure you've hit that subscribe button if that's something that you're interested in, which I'm sure you are if you're listening to this now. So welcome along. I've got a great question that I'm answering today and it's a really common problem. So itchy skin, skin disease is one of the most common presentations at the veterinary clinic that I see every day. And I see these cases throughout the year. So you might think of them as being summer problems, spring spring problems when the weather's warmer. And yes, it's true that we do see an increase in conditions, as I'll discuss in a little bit. But these are year round problems. So even the middle of winter, I'm regularly seeing skin conditions and itchy dogs. So even if your dog isn't affected now and they've never had a problem with itchy skin, you should definitely keep listening because the chances are at some point in their life, this question is going to be exactly what you're asking. Hi, my name is Brianna and I have a, I'm pretty sure he's like six years old, chihuahua named Muscles and his skin is very irritated and itchy and he keeps scratching and rubbing and moving around the most i can say is we changed his dog food last week and he's allergic to it now but he hasn't really been sleeping so i was just wondering like what to do where to go from here thank you Hey, Brianna, thanks for sending in this great question. Um, I hope I can help muscles and I hope we can get some relief because you're absolutely right. Having itchy skin, being itchy all the time and being really irritated, it's miserable for our for our dogs. They're painful. Um, and I think that's often unappreciated as how actually painful and irritating these conditions can be. Absolutely, it can stop them sleeping. It has a massive impact on their quality of life. I mean, if I miss out on a good night's sleep, I'm super grumpy in the morning and yeah our dogs are exactly the same so yes there are some things that you can do at home but there it's really important to actually get a diagnosis and that's really the key with itchy skin in dogs is to try and get the right diagnosis so then you can tackle what the actual problem is and hopefully cure it completely and get rid of it and it'll never raise its head again or you can put in place a management plan to lessen the impact lessen the recurrence and lessen the severity of any future skin condition so if we think in kind of broad terms and that's the best way to start off um, think in broad terms about the causes of itchiness in dogs I like to think of them as kind of five main causes the first one is parasites now that's going to be by far and away the most common in general Um, infections is a possibility although infections often comes after or as a result of another problem allergies are our next big group of itchiness uh, itchy skin in dogs we've then got other skin problems which is a bit of a broad generic group if you like and then we've got anal gland disease as well which isn't necessarily a skin condition as such but actually it can manifest and cause skin problems and a lot of people come to me uh 
because their dog is itchy and has irritated their skin and actually there's an anal gland problem so let's jump into each of those uh, in turn so parasites the biggest one has got to be fleas Uh, as i said in the introduction i see skin conditions all year round and i absolutely do see fleas all year round even in the middle of winter even when there's thick frost and even snow on the ground i see fleas almost every week in my consult room so if your dog hasn't had a recent flea treatment flea prevention then that's definitely something to consider because it's very frustrating for an owner but it's also pretty frustrating for me as a vet if someone comes to my consult room they pay for a consultation and an examination and this problem is simply that there are fleas present because this is something there are very good treatments that you can get off the shelf or you can go to your vet and you can buy a flea treatment from your vet that will work will do a fantastic job so if if you haven't given a flea treatment to your dog that's definitely something to consider Uh, i've got other posts um, and i'll leave links to them in the show notes about how to check your dog for fleas Um, it's something that is actually very simple to do and if you find positive signs that there are fleas on your dog now you're not always going to see live fleas then yeah it's definitely worth treating and it's likely that that is the underlying cause there are other parasites though so mites is the other big cause of uh of itchiness in dogs when it comes to parasites now these mites they they tend to burrow into the skin they feed on the skin sarcoptic mange or the mange mite is probably the most common although we really don't see this all that that much certainly where i am it may be in the parts of the world that you are uh, especially if there's a big stray dog population or um, foxes for example uh, then yes it may be that that's more likely but here we tend to get really intense itchiness you'll often get quite heavy scabbing of the skin as well it often starts in the groin or under the arms and yeah it's a progressive problem um you can absolutely get good treatment for that over the shelf there are things like um brevecto or simparica a really good effective treatments for mites so yeah our our parasites are definitely the biggest cause now the next big cause which is kind of what you suggested at or hinted at in your question is allergic skin disease now again we can break these down into to kind of three main groups so the first one of these is flea allergic dermatitis so again it's caused by fleas but actually it's an allergy to the flea saliva and that means that only a single bite can trigger an affected animal to start tearing themselves to pieces now it's probably pretty unlikely that your dog has developed allergies all of a sudden at six years old it's starting to get a little bit old we normally think of skin allergies certainly when it comes to flea allergic type uh, dermatitis as well as atopy which is our environmental allergies and then food allergies as well as actually starting in kind of younger dogs normally between about oh, six to 12 months at the earliest and then at about five years at the oldest so um, you know muscles is maybe six years of age if he's not had any skin problems in the past then he's starting to get a little bit old for other kind of allergic skin disease problems to rear their head if however he's had itchy skin in the past it's definitely something to consider so we've got flea allergic dermatitis we've got a to p and i kind of think of this as like hay fever for dogs so it's an allergy to the the pollens and things that are in the air um, in the dog's environment uh, and yeah it's an itchiness to that it's a reaction to that that they get a skin rash they get a skin irritation it gets inflamed it gets very itchy um, rather than the kind of coughs and colds and snuffles that we get if we've got uh, hay fever and then food allergy is another uh, big cause of allergic skin disease but it's actually not as common as you might think and like I say uh, it's it's really 
less likely I feel in muscles. A change in diet may be a a cause, but actually it's often a diet that's been fed for a long period of time that a dog will then become allergic to. And it tends to be kind of a bit slower and a bit more insidious in onset rather than going from non-itchy to incredibly irritated uh, in a very short space of time. It's certainly not impossible, but it's something to, you know, to, to consider. Um, if we think of our general skin problems, if you like, that could be just because your dog's got dry skin. They might have greasy skin. There might be another, another hormonal problem underlying things. From your description, again, I think these are fairly unlikely, but it might be something to consider. And then anal gland disease. Now, the reason that this often presents as a skin problem is because dogs with infected anal glands or an anal gland impaction will often lick and chew and nibble around their back end or at their tail base uh, and they will cause their skin to become very red and sore and irritated and even ulcerated and then they'll develop infection. So it's often thought of by an owner as a skin problem but actually it's an anal gland problem. So the anal glands are two sacs either side of a dog's back passage uh, and normally by the, the normal act of defecation will empty those sacs but if a dog has had diarrhea if they've got softer loose stools then it may be that they build up some breeds and some individuals are also more prone to to getting this problem than others it's something that can be very easily checked by your vet and then finally and something that we often think of or people often think of as a main cause is skin infections but actually the skin is normally really good at resisting any general infections and we only normally get an infection of the skin when there's a another problem so when there's an allergy when there are parasites when there is irritation because your dog has been licking and chewing so skin infections actually normally are a secondary problem they absolutely do contribute to itch and they increase a dog's itchiness and so it's important that we address and treat them but they're not normally the underlying cause so i would definitely caution against jumping to that conclusion so the bottom line is what can we do for muscles? How can we help muscles? Well, really, you've probably guessed what I'm going to say now. You should really be taking your dog to your vet if they develop really itchy skin all of a sudden. If the skin actually looks clear, if it's not inflamed, if there are no lesions, no pustules, no redness, and they haven't been treated for parasites, then you can definitely afford to apply an appropriate treatment. Um, and again, depending on the area you in, you're in, uh, depends on which treatment is going to be the best. It could be um, something like uh, Advantage, for example, which is a very good product that only covers fleas, or it could be something like Brevectome and Simparico, which I've um, you know discussed already, which will cover mites as well as fleas. Uh, I'll leave a link as well in the show notes to another article I've done, which is all about choosing the best flea treatment for your dog, which talks about these things in a little bit more detail. So if there's nothing to see in, in on your pet's skin, if they all look fine, then you can definitely afford the time to treat them for those parasites and see if there's an improvement. If there isn't, then go to the vet. But if your dog is really irritated and from muscle's point of view if he's not sleeping he's going to definitely appreciate a trip to the vet because even if it is just fleas um, or a parasite problem your vet is also going to be able to give you other treatment to really improve muscle's comfort so that he can get a good night's sleep and parasite control is actually one of my five main strategies for keeping your pet as happy and healthy as possible that I outline in much more detail in my free guide called Pet Health Essentials. So like I say, it's a guide designed to help you 
optimize your pet's health so that you can avoid a lot of the most common and preventable diseases that dogs and cats both suffer from. So if you want to get your hand on that guide, then head over to ourpetshealth.com slash guide, and I'll leave a link in the show notes and you can download it for free today. So I hope that helps Brianna and I hope that you can soon get Muscles uh, the treatment and the relief that he needs from his itchy skin. Get to the bottom of the problem and banish it for good. They definitely can be frustrating conditions. So bear with it. If you don't get an answer straight away, it's often a case of working through a program, working working through a strategy and a set set of tasks and treatment options, as well as potentially diagnostic tests as well. And it can take a little bit of time and several visits. So it might be that it's not as quick a fix as you might hope. Although hopefully even just that first visit, you'll be able to get some treatment that will give muscles some great relief. Again, make sure you head over to the show notes where I've got a whole load of other links and I'll put links to a lot of other articles that I've got discussing various causes of itchiness, various different home treatment options, depending on what the underlying cause is and other strategies that you can help your dog stop their itchiness. And just before I go, I wonder if you could do me a favour and allow me to help more dogs or cats. If you know somebody who's got a dog, who's maybe got an itchy dog, if you could forward this to them, if you could tell them to listen to this podcast episode because I'm sure it will help them that I'd greatly appreciate it and if you could spare a couple of minutes and leave me a review over in iTunes it helps more than you can imagine with other people finding this podcast knowing it's something worth listening to and getting the information that they need so that their pet can live as healthy and happier life as possible so yeah if you can take the time to either forward this to two or three friends or leave that review it would mean so much to me and I'd be really grateful but that's it from me I'm Dr Alex this is the Call the Vet podcast and until next time take care thanks for listening to Call the Vet for full show notes and any links mentioned in today's show head over to callthevet.org where you can also submit your question to be featured on an upcoming episode we'll see you next time